So recently, an article was shared with me that caught my interest. It was by the BBC and it was on the topic of can fitness apps be more effective or potentially just as effective than a personal trainer? So I had a little read through it. I thought it made some pretty good points. I think it potentially lacked a decisive outcome. And I think there was a few points that I would certainly add both for pros and cons of both of them. So I want to go through these today for anyone who's maybe contemplating between the two and just give you a broader idea of what this looks like. And to clarify, I'm discussing fitness apps such as Freeletics, Shreddy, Centered, etc. The ones that are primarily based on AI and are pretty low cost. And then in-person personal trainers, the type you'd go to see on the gym floor for an hour and you would go through your session. I will also link in online coaching, which is what myself and my company does. And without being giving too much of a spoiler or being too biased, I do think this could be a really good middle ground. So let's dive into why fitness apps could in fact be more effective than a personal trainer. So I think the first and most obvious reason is it's going to be a lot more cost effective in the long term. I think they touched on this in the short term in the article, but I want to talk a little bit more about long term. So most of these fitness apps will range anywhere between seven to 25 pounds a month. I think they said three Letics was about one pound 50 per week or something along those lines. And personal training, depending where you are within the country, and this is based on the UK, and I'm sure that most places worldwide will have a similar kind of pricing structure. But outside of London, you're probably looking at somewhere like 35 pounds a session, depending on the gym. And if you're inside London, you can easily be paying up to 150 pounds per session. Like that is pretty normal for most personal training studios. So for personal training to be effective, I'd say that someone is looking at at least two sessions per week. Three would probably be optimal, but two will be solid as long as you're doing training on your own alongside this. And if we base this on London prices, that's gonna look somewhere around a thousand pounds a month. And there will be people who can pay for this long-term, but in reality, most people won't. So if we're looking at something that's gonna last you for years and years, then certainly the apps are gonna win from a cost perspective. The second is that you might just pick a bad personal trainer. They certainly do exist. I've spoken about this before. And the thing is, you don't have to worry about app wasting your time or being lazy during a session. The app is unbiased. It's based off data. You're going to get a similar experience to the person next to you, your friend also who's using it. But two different personal trainers could literally be the world different and at the same cost as well. So that's something to be mindful of. And finally, logistically, it will be so much easier. If you're working with a personal trainer, you're going to have to find a mutual time that works for both of you. And obviously you're a busy person. The trainer might be busy. You might only be able to do peak times and that might cause some other problems as well. But with your app-based option, you can go to the gym at any time you want. And I'm sure there's home-based options as well. And of course, some personal trainers will come to your home, but that also provides some type of logistics challenges. You don't have to worry about cleaning up before your personal trainer comes around if they are in the form of an app and won't see the inside of your home. So overall, looking at the favorable aspects of an app, I'd say the way that I can summarize this is that there's a lot less friction and there's more chance of sticking with it in the long term, just given the cost. The caveat I'm just going to quickly make here before I go on to the next aspect is that I do think that personal training should only be done for a season. I don't think it's built to be something that you do for two, three, four, five years, if I'm completely honest. So that's just another aspect to consider. But let's look at personal training and why it can be more effective than an app. The first is the pretty obvious one. You're seeing a physical person. You've got a meeting with a physical person. A notification on your phone is so much easier to ignore than having to cancel a session with your trainer. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I had a client come in 
in on the gym floor who says, I wouldn't have trained today if I if this wasn't booked in with you. I was tempted to cancel, but I knew you were waiting for me. And 9.5 times out of 10, when we finished the session, they were always so pleased that they ended up coming. And I just don't think it's possible to have that type of pull when it comes to an app on your phone. I just, I personally wouldn't be that motivated. I'd be more concerned with actually letting down a person who I had a physical meeting with versus ignoring a notification on my app, which I can also turn off as a matter of fact. On to the next, which is an app cannot physically put you into a position or help you with your technique. Resistance training is so much more complex than we give it credit for. In all the years I was a trainer on the gym floor in the past, it was rare that I would see someone have an identical squat pattern to the next, someone to have an identical deadlift than someone else. We all have individual differences within our body and our structure and therefore our movement patterns as well. You only need to look around the gym to see several counts of bad form. And it's not just about doing these things wrong so that they're not effective. You can also cause yourself some serious injuries. And a personal trainer's primary job is to make sure you're doing things safely and effectively. And like I mentioned earlier, you might get a bad one, but generally, having someone there who's got some experience is gonna be much better than having no one at all. And my final note on this topic is a personal trainer is gonna help you push yourself far more than an app will. In the past, I would literally put a heavier pair of dumbbells in my client's hands if I thought they were capable. Sometimes even without asking them, I would put more weight on the bar because both myself and the person I was training would know that they could be pushing themselves more. And especially when it comes to those like final few reps where you're tempted to give up and usually you would put your dumbbells down. However, what about that personal trainer who's behind you, just giving you that little tap and that boost of motivation when you need it. And an app simply can't do this. It can present data, of course, but it also can't factor in the fact that you might have slept terribly last night, that you didn't hydrate yourself, so your performance just isn't there, or you just received a terrible email from your boss. So there's so many individual nuances that an app or artificial intelligence full stop can't account for. So as you can see, there are certainly pros and cons to both. And I am totally biased here, but given I've used and provided I did both. I also have the experience to give you my perspective. And this is where online coaching comes in for me. And I recently did a podcast about this in episode 135, if you want to listen to that. But it's cost effective. There's a human on the other side. You can submit videos for exercise feedback. You can build a really great and personal relationship with your coach. And in my experience, I've seen better results than when I was a personal trainer. And I am not oblivious to the downsides. And I actually went through these in depth on episode 135. But my final message here is that they all have downsides and upsides. I think it's key to just understand who you are, how you need to be motivated, what you can afford, and what stage of your health and fitness journey that you're in. Do you need extra support at this time? Or could you be a little bit more self-sufficient? And to finish on a positive, I think it's great that we have all these options. So consider which one works best for you at this moment in time, try one out, see how it goes, and then you can make the best decision that's right for you. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.